So you're ready for part two of How to Read a Crowd. This is John Young with the Disc Jockey News. Today's Tuesday tip is part two on how to read a crowd or how to read your dance floor. We're gonna be looking at the next age group, which is kind of that 40 to 55 year old age group. Gonna give you a couple of tips with this one. We're not gonna go into a ton of music with this one because you guys are probably, most of you are in that, but there's a few things I want you to think about and then we're going to uh, get going. If you missed the first one, that's a little bit older look at, you know, the older ages from 55 on up and we'll put that right here, the player will be right there. You can watch that video and we talk a little bit about some of the older music and especially regional things with some of the things you might play. So if you were in the, get a crowd and they're in the ages of 40 to 55, again, that's pretty much home for me, there you're going to be running into a few things that wasn't in that older age group. For First off, that older age group might be into Motown and, and some people brought this up that I didn't talk about that. I intentionally didn't talk about Motown with that particular age group, the older age group, because in that time frame it was very regional to a point. Now I, I say that everything is, every, there's little variations, but in the upper Midwest Motown music wasn't, you get away from the, the larger metros area and it was really kind of uncommon. The radio stations would play their top 40 and they would play, and there wasn't much Motown. There was a little influence of Motown, but it wasn't that. And then they would be playing country. So you wouldn't have a large a large influence of that, especially in kind of rural America. Now you get into more of a, a suburban or urban area, you would find more, more Motown. Now, that was then. So basically, if I would be doing a wedding, let's say in 1975 or 1985, out here in rural Minnesota, I would have probably done like next to no no music that would be related to Motown. Now I do today, I can mix it in a nice group, a nice mix of that. And part of that is because that Motown sound when we were growing up was kind of almost frowned upon. And that was, there's a lot of issues with that. We'll just kind of leave it at that. But now people my age, a little older, a little younger are kind of finding that because it's being used in so many different places. And it's kind of, you know, experiencing some of the older Motown songs are experiencing kind of a rebirth among a lot of people. So today I can do Motown songs that the 40 and 50 year olds would have known when they were growing up in their influential years, which, you know, either their, 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 their preteen years when they were influenced by mom and dad's music or the teen years when they were influenced by basically what was on the radio or their young adult years where they were influenced by what they liked and went in direction as they found what they liked. Motown wouldn't have fit into any of that for a lot of folks, but now as you've gotten a little bit older and pop culture has, has really brought that into made it kind of a cool thing to be, you're finding that. So that's Motown. It definitely, especially the hits, uh, the Motown hits will go over. Okay, so let's look at that age group a little bit. They would have really been coming into their music somewhere in the, the late 70s through really the kind of the early 90s. That's when they would have been in those years where they're influenced by, by pop music. They would, have, they would have experienced some of the, they would know some of the older things, don't get me wrong, but really where you're going to find it that this crowd is the ones that went through that 80s music and they're going to be fans of the 80s music. With that being said, there's something else that's really kind of unique about this age group. This is the first age group that was able to basically have music on demand. What I mean by that is when we first, in the 70s, when we would buy music, you'd buy it on an LP and you would have, you know, six, eight tracks, whatever it was, on a side. And it was really difficult, unless you had a 45, to go and try to find that certain track, you know, moving the needle and drop. Oh, I missed it. Oh, you didn't, it wasn't used an awful lot. This age group was the first one who went from that or eight tracks where you couldn't find a specific song or a tape, cassette tape where you couldn't find a specific song to the DVD, or excuse me, the CD, the CD. And on that CD, you were able to go and basically, oh, I want to play track four. Boop, 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 I'm up to four. 
This is the first generation that was able to do that. And what that means is that this is the first generation that hasn't experienced the whole album. Most of the time now they're just playing the hits. And of course, then you get mixed tapes and mixed discs and all these different things. So now you've got, instead of people who have this more diverse music education and background, now you're gonna find a group that is really into the hit songs from their era. This age group was also the first one that really went through, and during their, their prime years, went through that 90s country thing. Back in the early 90s and mid 90s, country music was super, super hot. When we were doing events here in the mid upper Midwest, we were doing somewhere between a 50-50 between country and other stuff to sometimes a 70-30, 70% country to 30% other. Today, it's probably a 90-10 or a 95-5, and that's including slow songs, meaning 95 of everything else, and maybe 5% country, and that would be with only a couple of country slow songs. You just don't do as much. Some weddings you do, some you don't. It's very regional with that, but just keep that in mind that it was really hot in the 90s, and this is the generation that went through that. So they know Shania Twain, they know Garth Brooks, they know Alan Jackson, they know a lot of these bands that were really, and these artists that were really big in that in that time frame. So country was really, really big in the 90s, and that's something you need to be aware of because if you have the right age group, and especially in the right, right region of the country, some of that 90s country music is going to be very popular and go over very well on your dance floor. This group was also one of the first groups that was going to get into hip hop and even mainstream hip hop. Now earlier you'd have found hip hop in some regional different aspects of it for some older crowds, but now you're getting into the 40 year olds who have experienced hip hop through kind of a pop hip hop we'll call it, and they know a lot of those again very popular songs and they're into that and they will dance to that and, and engage with those very popular songs. So you're going to be able to start to sample and bring those into your show when you see you've got some 45 year olds, they're going to know things like Run DMC, they're going to know uh, Young MC and, and some of those things. That's all part of that, you know, coming out of that 80s and through the 90s time frame. And that's uh, something that you really have to be aware of because you can't go and play too deep of a hip hop song from that era, especially if you're kind of in that upper Midwest region. You'll be able to play, you know, kind of the hits from there and then bring them along to where you want them to be because some of these people, again, in their 40s, some still keep track of pop culture and pop music compared to, you know, some generations once they hit 40 years old, they're now listening to their own little genre of music and they're not really being as diverse. And part of that, I think, is because radio stations have become more diverse. You know, the oldie station plays everything from like 2000 all the way back, you know, in, in our area, the adult contemporary oldie station. And the country stations and different things have really tried to change their pace up and make things more appealing to a wider audience. So all of that's going to affect your dance floor when it comes to playing things. But the key thing I think with this age group is that you've got to be, you know, really engaging the hit songs from those eras. Whereas some of the other, you know, older people, you could be playing a, um, as an example, let's look at an old time song. You could be playing a waltz, and if it had the waltz tempo and waltz beat, they would be okay with it. Now, if you're going to go and play a rock and roll song, or, or let's say you want to go play an 80s song, you're not going to be able to pull some pop, popish 80s song out. You're going to need to be able to play that pop 80s hit that they knew. You know, we're going to have to go play Karma Chameleon, or, or we're going to have to play something from Wham that everyone would know. Hits, big, country was there. They were the first ones who could play music on demand. All those things mean that the hits are really what you got to be looking for. Hopefully this helped you a little bit if you are working with that age group that you can get a visualization for what they're into. If you've got any thoughts of what you would play and how you look at that 40 to 50 year old age group, please put those in the comments down below because that's something that people are learning as they're sharing information back and forth on these. And we're, gang, where a lot of you are not seeing, you're maybe not seeing this on YouTube, but we're seeing on Facebook where people are making comments down below the Facebook 
the Facebook post, and that's awesome. That's great because that's where we've had some of our best discussion on these topics. But if you are on Facebook, if you can go to the YouTube and comment there and share some of your ideas there because that's where a lot of people, and this one's going to stay a little bit more evergreen on YouTube than it does on Facebook. So please share your thoughts. We'd really like to share those with everyone else and just really kind of learn together. Once again, this is our Tuesday tip looking at part two. Part three will be coming up. We're going to be talking about some of the younger people and how we look at that for those of us who are in our 40s or in our 50s and how we handle you know, looking at a dance floor full of young people. This is John Young with the Disc Jockey News and Disc Jockey News TV with Tuesday Tips. If I were you, I'd hit the subscribe button before I hit the video. But don't mess things up. Wanna know why? Because I'm Batman.